This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. About 50 million people log on to the website Reddit on a daily basis. That's Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T, if you haven't heard of it. It's a website that's been around since 2005, and to be honest, it kind of looks and feels like it's that old. It's just a series of chat boards where people discuss every topic imaginable, from health issues to stocks, gardening, skiing, everything. I'm Gabe Friedman, and this week on Down to Business, I spoke to Jen Wong, the chief operating officer of Reddit, about her company's strategy. Reddit doesn't collect a lot of personal information on its users, and yet it's still managed to grow an online ad business. Initially, when it started, it took a hands-off, anything-goes approach to what people could post on the site, and that resulted in some scandals and a lot of sexist, racist, vile rants on there. It shifted direction several years ago and started enforcing a no-hate-speech policy, relying on volunteer moderators to police the site and kicking off violators. The question of how and when to moderate content is in the news right now as Elon Musk, Twitter's new owner, very publicly grapples with these questions. Wong told me Reddit's new strategy has been validated by its growing online ad business. And we talked a lot about digital advertising. And she said Reddit has shown that you don't need to track people all over the internet to make money selling ads online. As always, the interview is edited for clarity and brevity. Hi, Jen. Thanks so much for coming on Down to Business. Thanks for having me. So where to begin? I guess in case some listeners aren't aware, I mean, Reddit is a social media platform. It's one of the oldest and largest, and it's essentially, to my eyes, just a series of chat rooms where you can post comments and discuss things. And what's interesting is it feels very 1990s, but we're talking about it now because it has a lot of users, like 50 million people daily, 1.5 billion total And it feels like a different user base from Facebook or Twitter or TikTok. Who does Reddit think uses Reddit? Yeah, it's a good question. I love that you uh, you talked about how kind of old we are, the 90s. I mean, we are 17 years old, and I think we're born of the original principles and values of the internet. So in that way, I think Reddit is sort of an old soul of the internet. And you described as well. I think we are a community of communities, and our mission is to bring community belonging and empowerment to everyone. Reddit is really different. Um, it's interesting to hear the word social media used because we actually don't consider ourselves social media. We consider ourselves a community platform because it's a place where people can dive into anything they're interested in, any hobby, any passion, anything that's on their mind through the lens of interest, not through the lens of who they are by name or their friends or family. So Reddit's a very different place in that it's not about who you are. It's about what you're interested in. And what's enabled Reddit to be so special and different is that these over 100,000 communities on Reddit, they self-propel themselves, right? They have moderation. They decide when they want a new community to cover pets or parenting or skincare or a new angle on stocks. Every single topic is covered by these very vibrant communities. 
And I think what really differentiates it is this authentic, open conversation, which you can have because we're in a world of we, where it's about the community, where it's not about who you are, it's about what you're interested in, not the world of social media, where you kind of have to wear your name and who you are. And so there's more, you know, a little bit more posturing, more more curation and sanitizing that happens and a follower-driven economy. So very, very different in terms of the dynamics of the platform. Yeah, certainly one distinguishing feature of Reddit, at one time you didn't even need an email address to register and log in, Mm -hmm. and it didn't collect the personal information that other tech giants collected. But at the same time, advertising in the internet age is about programmatic buying. It's about scalable, targeted ads. If you know who has a dog, then you can sell that person dog food. The sort of rub was between privacy and, you know, having enough information to sell ads for a lot of money. You know, I think it's a little bit of a misnomer that in order to build a great ad proposition and a big ad business, that you have to give up on all of your principles in terms of privacy. I actually think we are building and have built a significant ads business that is in harmony with our privacy principles and with respect for the user, right? I mean, if you think about Reddit, we have a very unique proposition for marketers. We have very high intent people. Why are they high intent? Because they come under the protection of control of their data and their identity to be able to explore interests that they may not express elsewhere. So we already have a differentiated interest graph because of that anonymity. Second, they have incredibly vibrant conversations inside of communities that they self-select into. So we have context. When I'm in vegetable gardening, I'm actually telling you I am interested in vegetable gardening, not because you've had to stalk me off of Reddit all across the internet to learn that, because I willfully spend time in something that I care about and have expressed that to you. So I don't think those things have to be in conflict. We certainly don't operate that way. We're really happy with the trajectory of our advertising business. And we're, I think, very proud of the fact that it's built in harmony with our privacy principles and respect for the user. And by the way, our clients, I think, are boasting the performance benefits of what we have and feel really good about our relationship with privacy and user data. So, and I, and I do think that marketers care more and more about that. That's something I wanted to ask you about because, like you said, you're very happy with the trajectory of advertising. As I understand it, it passed $100 million for the first time last year. But for a while, it was a tough sell and the company wasn't making profits, at least according to news reports. I'm curious what it was like, what advertisers were telling you, why it took a while for advertising to catch on, and what's changed that you said more and more they care about it. Yeah. Well, you know, I joined four and a half years ago, and in 2018, there are many businesses, I think, hiding within Reddit, but we decided to pursue the advertising business because Reddit has great raw materials for an advertising business, just the large, unduplicated reach, the context, the conversation, the high intent. So it plays a very unique role in the consumer decision journey, but we didn't have the platform and the team and the talent to do that. So that's what we've built over the last four and a half years to make us a really credible alternative and addition to the marketer's tool set. 
And that's taken education as well as a significant investment in product and a sales team and a commercialization team. But a lot of it was education, right? I mean, Reddit has been a figure of the internet. It's had a little bit of a windy path over the last 17 years. So it took some time to educate people. Number one, to your first point, we're different. We are not social media. We're community-based and structurally, we're very different. Number two, our approach to content moderation and safety, which has been very effective for us, is very different than other platforms. Our communities are equal stakeholders in moderating the content, which allows us to scale very different right, than other platforms that have hired moderation and a more federated approach. And number three, we had to educate the market in terms of our unique role in the proposition in the consumer decision journey. So a lot of it was making sure that people understood our differences and then two, building the tools and the capabilities behind it. And, you know, four and a half years later in that journey, we're really happy with where we are. I think the marketing community really sees us as a very performative alternative, an additional valuable piece of their toolkit. But, you know, it's taking that investment and time to get to where we are today. That's interesting. You said a lot there. So there's a lot to unpack. I mean, maybe just to follow up before I sort of pivot a second to something you said there, but like, what was it like when advertisers didn't want to buy? Has it actually shifted so that, you know, three or four years ago, advertisers were saying to you, why should I spend money with you when like I can spend it with any one of the tech advertising giants that has a lot of information on people? Yeah, I don't think that we had many objections from a data and targeting standpoint, because I think that part of our proposition in terms of having an unduplicated interest graph and then the raw unduplicated audience, I mean, on average, like 40% of our users are not on TikTok or Snap. I mean, it's a unique audience. And this is, you know, a third party that has done, you know, that measurement. So I think that part of the proposition was always very clear. And the importance of communities has been very clear to marketers. And that's happened organically, right? As they watch like Wall Street Bets or they watch our role in helping people through, you know, COVID, et cetera. I mean, you just hear about Reddit in the news more and more because these communities are becoming so influential. I think that was actually a natural support for us. I think the areas that where we had to educate were that the dynamics of Reddit and what you do on Reddit are so different than social media that we're not a follower-driven model. That's where we had to do the education that what does it mean to be a community-based platform and therefore your targeting is based on interest and, and the counts are not based on followership. So that's really where we did the work. And then also in understanding our approach to content moderation, which is so radically different. For a while, Reddit had this reputation that it was, and not just a reputation, there were a lot of racist, sexist, just terrible things being posted on Reddit. And then I want to say the strategy shifted in 2015 when it came to content moderation, where it went from like anything goes to we're going to start enforcing a rule of no hate. And you started kicking a lot of people off. You banned the Donald, which was a subreddit discussion board for the former U.S. president's supporters. And the fact that your advertising revenue has grown has been a validation of this idea that you need to have content moderation. But you said it was a journey to get there. How did you come up with the right idea on how to enforce content moderation? I think we've always had this structure for content moderation. So that's actually built into the platform. You know, but I think we, in 2015, with Steve's return, really did a a stronger job in terms of, one, clarification in some areas, two, enforcement, and three, tooling, 
that would allow both our volunteer moderators and us in terms of executing the moderation. So I actually think it's always been built in like systematically. It's just that through the years, there was probably different levels of support in terms of the ability to enforce and tools. I mean, that's the nature of UGC content, right? Of what kind of content? Of UGC, user-generated content, right? I mean, user-generated content reflects humanity. And people saying unkind things is a human problem. It's not a Reddit problem. It's not even an internet problem. It's a human problem. And every platform deals with that differently. We have a system that I think really works for us that we've invested behind, you know, since Steve's return in particular, that I think is really working for us. And I think that shows in the level of trust that we have from marketers in terms of, you know, brand safety and how we handle content moderation and where their ads show up. So I feel really good about where we are. Has it taken work? Absolutely. I mean, it's a continuing journey. We're continuing to invest in this area. Because as we get bigger, we want to make sure that we continue to scale moderation along with the breadth of the corpus, et cetera. But, you know, I'll tell you, in 2018, I had to educate the market on that. Now, the conversation with marketers, we talk about what our system is and then we move on. Frankly, we're talking about how do we grow their business? How performant are we? What are our ad products? The conversation about moderation and brand safety is like, a moment of education, and then we move on from it. It is, it's radically different than four years ago, where I think it was, you know, we really had to do even heavier layer of education. It's not a major part of our conversations. Because it is high stakes, right? There are like school shootings that have been organized or discussed or planned. Right. Not on Reddit, but on other sites. Not on Reddit, exactly. There's high stakes for advertisers. From an advertiser point of view, that's concerning for sure, right? I can't speak to other platforms because they have such a different perspective and approach to content moderation. But I think that if you look at all of the things that people have feared over the last couple of years, Reddit's not a part of that. And that's because of all the work we've done. But, you know, when you first enter the market in 2018 and you're explaining to people how you work and it's so radically different, right, with volunteer moderators, with rules inside a community, that structure doesn't exist anywhere else. And so it takes time for people to go in and look at the rules and understand how this works. And then you look at how Reddit has done over the last four or five years in terms of, you know, not being embroiled in so many issues on the internet. I think that's also a testament to how resilient our model is. So we are different, you know, and once people understand it, my observation, they find it incredibly valuable and comforting because they see how effective it can be. Now we're going to pause a minute for a short break. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The interesting thing to me, too, is like Twitter is in the news right now because it has a new owner, you know, Elon Musk. He's sort of taken an opposite approach, right? 
They do collect a lot of personal data and do do sort of targeted programmatic advertising. He suggested he would allow former President Donald Trump back on the site. You know, less content moderation is more. It still seems like there is some debate about this. You know, it's very hard for me to hypothesize or anyone to hypothesize what Elon Musk is going to do. So, you know, I, like others, will we'll, we'll watch. Are you following Yeah, I mean, it's in the news, right? So we can see. It's just not, it doesn't affect us in that we're focused on what we do, which is we're a community-based platform. Our mission is to bring community belonging and empowerment to everyone. A lot of things are going to change around us. Like, yes, the marketplace is incredibly volatile. By the way, there are new players all the time, right? Years ago, TikTok wasn't around. It sort of doesn't matter. And if you look at the growth trajectory of Reddit over 17 years, all these secular changes happened over 17 years and Reddit just keeps on growing. Mm. It just keeps on growing because it's just independent of all of that. We are the ones who are responsible for Reddit's fate and that so much of it is about how we execute against our mission and therefore deliver on our ad proposition. And this is a specific question, but like what kind of personal information do you guys collect and for what purposes? I mean, we have, if people want to sign in and actually store their subreddit so that they can have a personalized feed, they log in and they typically log in with an email so that they can get, you know, notifications if they want. We obviously know because we're trying to increase relevance. So we want to make sure that we understand what their history is so that we have relevance. But the fact is, they have control all of that. They can jettison their data. They can go into anonymous browsing mode. They can choose not to log in, and they're always going to get access to content. When somebody comes in through search into Reddit, we don't block them. We make sure they get the information they need without a login. So I think, you know, it's philosophically very, very different. One of our principles that we don't block people from getting the information that they need and that they can get access to communities. So the data that's collected is only there for the benefit of the user and can be jettisoned at any time. Most users see benefit, so they're fine with it, and we're very limited and principled about it. Interesting. And and you Reddit laid the groundwork in December of 2021 for an initial public offering. A lot of people expected that your company would be trading on a stock exchange by this time. What are the challenges and opportunities of going public? Have you looked at the market? <laughs> <laughs> the challenges that exist are, I think, beyond my uh, my control and maybe the control of even my federal government. So the macro landscape is what it is. Okay. But there is still an intention, I guess, to go public, maybe down the line. I'm not going to further comment on that. We filed a con- we filed a confidential submission with the SEC. Yeah. And, you know, we're in a quiet period. I really don't have anything to share, but, you know, the macros are the macros. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the question that I want to ask you is like, like you're saying, you've been describing the shift, how like marketers have become more aware that they don't need to advertise with a company that has really personal information on people. They can go to a site like Reddit. Do you think that we're going to see that change spread to other parts of the internet, that other parts of advertising are going to become less personally targeted? I think there's going to be a balance. I do, because with the changes in the ecosystem, harvesting data by tracking you all around the internet is going to be something that is much more limited, right? You see with the Apple and iOS changes and ATT. 
So for those who were doing that, they they lost fidelity. For those who weren't doing that, no change, right? So for us, no change. I do think that what that does is brings back an opportunity in contextual. I, I think that with the... Can you talk about what those changes... Contextual means reading what environment you're in, in addition to who you are, right? So And the Apple changes. Yeah, and so the Apple changes change the amount of data collected off a single property that basically look at attributes of you all across the internet. And that's a pretty big change in fidelity if you were following people all around the internet. First-party data is what you have on your property. That's where we target based off of, based on your browsing history on Reddit, which people are comfortable sharing with us because it improves their experience on Reddit. That seems very logical. And what we also have is context, right? So if you're in a certain community that tells us something about your interests. And I think over the last five plus years, you know, there's probably been a uh, overemphasis on the targeting at the individual attribute level versus contextual. And I think there's a balance coming back in using contextual as a very effective way to get another parameter that will help with targeting that drives performance, but that is not invasive about the individual, but is about the context that they're in at the moment. And I, you know, I do think context matters. Context does drive a certain level of performance. And I think that that emphasis will come back. And, you know, if you look at Reddit, our proposition is both about things we know that an individual is interested in and about them combined with context because they're in this specific topical or community context. So I do think that that is very differentiated, but I do think overall context will emerge as an even more important parameter. Yeah, there's been interesting developments, right, in the last year, like maybe a little more than that. But like, there's this belief out there that says if you've got a large user base on the internet, it's valuable. But in trying to monetize that kind of large user base, a lot of companies have crashed and burned. And so this is sort of re-asking some of what I've been talking about already, but have some of the shifts you've been describing taught us anything about the quality versus quantity aspect of user-based debate? Yeah, I think it's a really good question. You know, at Reddit, we're very focused on quality and the high intent user. And if you look at how the platform is actually constructed in the communities, they really value high quality information. And that's really sifted through through a voting mechanism, through the rules in the community to make sure they're on point and contextual. And all of that is an effort to maintain a high level of you know high quality content, which then brings in a highly engaged, high intent user. And that's something that we're uncompromising about because that is what makes Reddit so distinctive. And obviously, I think if we continue to scale that to more people, I think the world is a better place with a larger Reddit. I think that there has been sometimes a tension between quality and volume on some of the how peer platforms work with a followership driven model. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, there can be some trades that, you know, may trade off the viral growth with quality. And that's something we're very thoughtful about. But, uh, you know, our proposition is rooted in a high intent user in a high quality content and community environment. Yeah, that's really fascinating. This is maybe changing subject, but you recently opened an office in Canada, 
last year. And I'd be remiss if I didn't ask what the strategy was that drove that decision. You know, why Reddit wants people here in Canada, I believe in Toronto. Canada is one of our largest user bases. And it has been for a while. So there's the onset, I think, both in significant audience and advertising opportunity for us in the Canadian market. And so that's that was sort of our beachhead. And we've been really happy with the growth of the advertising business in Canada. Both, you know, large clients, you know, large global clients in the area, mid-market clients, like a real diversity of verticals and clients. Second, there's actually a really great, you know, this talent pool in Toronto. So we actually have Hmm. people, you know, on our community team, on our product team, engineering team, our international team who are based in Toronto. And I think that's been a great addition in terms of, you know, our Reddit talent pool. So despite everything, despite launching in a pandemic (laughs) in like March of 2021, we have continued to grow our presence in Canada, you know, from really diverse set of functions. We've grown our business there. I continue to be very optimistic about Canada, both from revenue standpoint and from a talent standpoint. Well, it's a fascinating conversation, and I really appreciate you coming on the show to talk with me about everything happening at Reddit and all the trends you see on the internet. Thanks. Thanks for having me. That was Jen Wong, the Chief Operating Officer of Reddit, based in New York. Thank you for listening to this show, and thanks to the team behind Down to Business. Bryce Hall composed and performed the original music on the show. He designed the logo, and he produced this episode. Pamela Heaven, Noella Ovid, and Victoria Wells provided web support and editing. I'm Gabe Friedman, and I'll return next week with another episode of Down to Business. Until then, you can find all your business news at financialpost.com.